Why is Kane's important? How does he proceed? What does he do? I mean, where to begin? Where to begin? He led such a fascinating life. Um, he, he begins um, not studying economics, right? This is in some way before there's a formal degree of economics. He studied, you know, philosophy, math, um, some classics. That, that's his background. But then he quickly um, becomes interested in, in questions of economic government, monetary government in particular. He enters the civil service um, after his, his first degree in Cambridge and actually doesn't get the position that he really wants, which would have been in the treasury. But instead, he gets a kind of second prize, which is in the India office. That turns out to be um, a very fortuitous uh, choice because India is the weird exception in this gold standard world. So Keynes is working in the India office in the years before World War I. Um, so this time still the kind of the high point of the gold standard. But peculiarly, India is not on a gold standard at this time. Instead, India is on a kind of... Um, convertible rupee standard. In some way, the gold that um, comes out of India is essentially hoarded in London and used by London in order to manage the global gold standard. In India, meanwhile, there is a kind of token currency circulating, not backed by gold, but it, it, depending on which time period you look at, either backed by silver initially, and then at some point, it's essentially a, a pure token currency. So, despite uh, I, Sorry, Stephen. I, I, I think we should stress here that like the, the dramatic historical shift that this implies the the plunder of india which was one of the richest places on earth uh just a, a store for for gold and precious metals uh, during uh you know previous centuries before the brits showed up basically absolutely and how w just the scale of the looting that went on to to create this situation now where india doesn't have the gold to be on a gold standard anymore yeah, I mean, these, these monetary reforms that are imposed on India really fuel Indian economic nationalism, right? They, they provide the uh, material for the kind of great accounts of the, um, the drain of wealth out of India into London. Um, and they're obviously designed in order to, um, you know, improve the British balance of trade and to allow London to better manage this global gold standard. And, and the victim is, um, in many cases, Indian internal monetary stability. The, the, the best book on this um, from the 1920s is by one of the people who would become to be uh, one of the kind of founding fathers of Indian democracy subsequently, but who first uh, is a monetary theorist, and that's B.R. Ambedkar. Um, a, a Dalit intellectual um, with a PhD from Columbia and a PhD from the LSE. Whose and first who I book, wrote an undergrad paper on. Oh, fantastic. Um, he has a big renaissance right now. He's being rediscovered, rightly so, um, as you know, a leading constitutional thinker, Dalit activist, but also, as I'm particularly keen to stress, like I think the best theorist of the rupee in, in the early decades of the 20th century. So The Problem of the Rupee is a book, his first book that comes out in the 1920s out of his LSE dissertation. His first dissertation, I should say, um, was torpedoed literally because it was lost by a German torpedo attack. So he, I found a letter where he writes to his advisor, Columbia, saying, you know, I, I lost the one manuscript of my dissertation because a German uh, submarine hit the boat on which That's my That's such a good excuse. Covered. Students should use that today. <laughs> it's the best excuse. Um, he said, I only had one copy. I'm so sorry. So he, does, so he writes another, another dissertation um, after that. Um, but that's, that gives you a story precisely um, as Derek hinted at of the kind of long um, 
exploitation of of Indian uh, India's monetary wealth. It's a story from the 18th century into the 1920s, sketching one kind of British monetary reform after another, and the way in which India was um, sacrificed um, repeatedly on, on the altar of propping up this global gold standard. So for Keynes, this is interesting, because despite the fact that he's um, at the height of the gold standard period, despite the fact that he's in the imperial kind of governing structure, by being in the India office, he actually operates the one part of the system that is not a gold standard, but uses, you know, in some way tokens, uses substitutes, um, you know, in some way is quite removed from the ideology of sound money. And instead, you see how you can use a monetary system for different purposes. Now, at the time, Keynes is still a defender of the way in which the India office is using India's uh, resources in order to prop up the British um, balance of trade. So he's a, he's a, I think it's fair to say an apologist. I think he uses that term himself um, to describe his outlook. Um, he writes his first book, um, essentially defending the India office view um, and explaining at, at a very high level.